start everything off, everyone. Hi, welcome. Yeah, hi, welcome, welcome. back to another episode of Ghoul Chat. I'm Jeanette. I'm Will. I'm <laughs> Ashley. I'm Alex. I feel like they know this at this point. This is already the fourth episode, but, you know, just like just a hey. Well, if there's any, like, new les- listeners and they don't start from the beginning, you know? Then yeah. who? What the fuck? I know. Well, God forbid you have to listen to us talk more than, yeah. you know, <laughs> whatever is given between this and now. So, yeah, this week was crazy. Uh, does anyone have any any input on what has taken place in their week? I know Ashley and Alex, you have both just got back from a oh my god, okay, New out. Orleans. Yeah, we just got back from <laughs> New Orleans yesterday, last night, still fresh, still smelling like the swamp. Jk, swamp oh. ass. <laughs> I smell it. Do you? Um, I can feel <laughs> the moisture. <laughs> um, but I'm still kind of recovering from that. A little bit mentally um how about you alex how how do you feel tired I'm so tired <laughs> we'll get through it we'll pump so through it. tired so what'd you guys do i was watching instagram and the stories and everything and all the food looked so bomb the cemeteries were beautiful give us a little bit more insight so the first thing we did was we took a two-hour cemetery tour that um most people with us liked i wasn't a big fan of it and I don't know if it's because we were just walking around in the heat, but um, we had a tour guide who was just like would stop every five seconds to like give his personal input on like an idea, and it was weird. It was just too much. Well, it was like he would talk about like slavery, oh. and it was just kind of weird. Like he was like, "I'm not saying slavery was it. I don't even know. I don't know how how far." It, um. Okay. So yeah, I, I see what you're saying. The we were expecting more haunted, spooky stories, you know? Like, yes. And it said it kind of turned into, like, a history of the French Quarter and yeah. Treme. But, like, that's what we wanted, but we wanted a more spooky history. He was kind of going into um, the historical legacy of Treme and how it relates to, like, jazz music and all that stuff, which is actually very cool, and it's cool to know all these things. And I liked, I you know, I enjoyed hearing all of that. I think what Alex and I had in mind was something more about, you know, tell us like what fucked up shit happened that in this building kind of thing, right? Yeah. That's what I kind of wanted more. Yeah. It seemed more like a history tour. Basically. And it was a daytime tour, right? Yeah. It was a daytime tour. We went through the cemeteries. We found out why they closed them off to the public because of all the vandalism that was going on. So you, you can only go into certain cemeteries if you are with a tour guide. Oh, weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do they still do nighttime t- like nighttime tours? No, they, no, you no. can't go in after nighttime. I mean, oh. people do. I've seen, like, won't say the friends, but I've seen them go into the cemeteries Sessory. at night. Um, but, yeah, it's because the archdiocese, you know, mm-hmm. the Catholic Church, they made it illegal to for, any, for the public to access any of the cemeteries, usually after, like, 2 to 4 p.m., it seems like. Oh, wow. You're not what, supposed yeah. to be in there. What was the name of the tour that you guys took specifically? If I mean, I'm sure you could release it, was, it just so It was Witch's Brew. Okay, Witches so, yeah. so you would you would assume that it was actually, in fact, spooky, but in, in actuality it was... Yeah, it was, it was supposed to be a three-in-one, like a voodoo, of like voodoo cemetery and French Quarter. like. So, and he did touch on all of those things, but it was like we would, we would just walk to maybe like a random tree, and then he would give us like here's some history of like as a whole of the French Quarter and it was like nothing to really look at but you're just like trying to listen to someone rehearse like little tidbits we did see Nicolas Cage's tomb that that's he a bought. real thing Nicholas yeah he bought Cage. it yeah. <laughs> um, yeah apparently he already has a grave 
laid out for him in St. Louis Cemetery Number 1, which is the, the cemetery you travel, or we uh, toured through. So, like, when he dies, he's going to be buried there. And um, if you were paying attention to the cool chat Insta story, um, yeah, there was, like, a... It looked like a pyramid. Yeah, I thought yeah, you guys just know. were fucking around. No, 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 no. So I was like, what is this? Thing. Like, fucking national treasure? Like, no, yeah. <laughs> no, it actually got built around the time that he did the first national treasure. At least <laughs> that's like what our tour guy said. Movie. It's yeah. yeah. It's, it's very relatable. It's very Illuminati. Yeah. I was thinking yeah. the same Ooh. thing. Ooh, future <laughs> topics. Who knows? Tell me how much you have to spend to get buried in that cemetery. Yeah, because like that's the most popular one with um the main attraction, Marie Laveau. Cool chat, future deaths. Yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, because of the the Catholic Church made it illegal for the public to access the cemeteries after like three, four o'clock ish. Um, it was because I guess people would go into the cemeteries and mark the graves. Mm-hmm. You know, like I guess vandalism. It's yeah, a, yeah, it's a well, voodoo it's a, ritual. Yeah, right? like a, I don't even know an urban legend that if you go and you mark three X's on. Her grave, her her grave. Yeah, you could get three wishes or something. It's like some yeah, type a- of urban legend. And I know the last trip I went on, my friend did do that. Like, <laughs> and it was all marked up. Like, the cemeteries looked much cleaner, but I had no idea that that was like a, a thing mm-hmm. or not allowed to be a thing. Because I did go into another one, the Lafayette Cemetery Number One in the Garden District, and that one you don't need a tour guide. But it still looked pretty clean. I think they have, like, people walking around mm-hmm. to make sure it's preserved. And that's also apparently the only cemetery that you can film in in New Orleans. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Legally, quote unquote. Um, and then I saw to- you guys went to the famous witch house from American Horror Story. Yeah. Ooh, coven house. I didn't make it there. I was too hungover. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even joking. They were going and I was like, I want to go so bad. I wanted I it to be our down. I wanted that to be our gold shot. Ah, gold shot. Gold like shot. Who are you? Our fresh gold. Cord, yeah, my bunya. Come back. Who the fuck did you think she is? Um yeah, I wanted that to be like, you know, a little post on gold chat, but um Alex wasn't feeling too well. And I was like, Okay, you know, but we all everyone else still went and it's very beautiful in person. It's gorgeous huge it's just i don't know immaculate and like there are other people like stopping the car to like take pictures or instagram stories and people getting out to take pictures in front of it so it was cool to see that because last time i went to new orleans i didn't um get to see the it's called the buckner mansion that's the actual name of the of the place but yeah it was it's very beautiful in person along with a lot of those other huge mansions in the garden uptown district area we went to a really cool bar called the dungeon that you're not allowed to take photos in they were playing the queen of the down soundtrack it was awesome i love that (laughs) that's like very heavily who did that corn right Mm -hmm. that's what i thought jonathan davis yeah yeah. but i guess like the the one of the songs we were listening to like i was like is this jonathan davis but it was actually chester bennington right Mm -hmm. Like, you explain that to me. Like, there are some songs. Oh, I'll songs. explain it later because it's definitely in, like, the topic for today. I wrote it down. <laughs> oh, like, okay. Honorable mention. I yeah. saw that. Like, <laughs> that soundtrack is, like, I, it's growing up, any type of, like, well, I'll get into that later. But, yeah, yeah it's it's been a big influence, I think, in my life. But um, I was mad because yesterday was the last day we were there. We went into a vampire shop. It was, like, one I've never seen before that was, was randomly the in the French so yeah, so we go into the shop and this that tour that we went on has a vampire tour, but it's only Saturday nights and they take you into a vampire speakeasy. But we weren't gonna be there on a Saturday. So mm-hmm. I go into the shop and like 
a couple of us end up getting some things and then the cashier invites us to the vampire speakeasy and gives us the passcode and like the the little thing to like get in and we were so mad because she was like you can go in any any night and oh, we were leaving. So, we, oh, <laughs> so, we were so, so you were under the impression it was only one. We, yeah, you can only do it. Well, we knew of it, but they, you don't know where it is unless someone tells you. And yeah. had we known that we could have gone to that shop and like bought something, and then we would have gotten You would have just done it days earlier. Yeah. But didn't know that, so. Next well, time. Next time. <laughs> I'm definitely going to go back next year sometime. Um, the food looked bomb. Yes. I I really curated my, my restaurant. Um my restaurants that I wanted to eat at and everything was delicious yeah I love it down there it's like so beautiful and I wish that I had some sort of chill in in the like not near future but later in my life maybe I would retire in New Orleans but right now you know no chill New York I have, to, yeah, I have to stay here but yeah I think next year I want to go at the end of October for um the Halloween parades because they have like a really cool Halloween parade like I think it's ran by the crew of Boo like, if you guys know anything about, like, New Orleans culture, like, they have, like, um, parades and second lines and stuff. So the crew of Boo takes over Halloween. And I was looking at, like, YouTube videos, and it's, like, freaking awesome. Yeah, next time I go out there, I definitely want to go towards the end of October, see the parades, and maybe do a little bit more. Find a haunted tour where they actually – maybe we should we should have found, like, a rated R ghost tour. Maybe that's what our problem was. We should have seen, like... Craigslist and just see if there's, like, a good... We actually ghost had... Pussy. Yeah. <laughs> we had another tour scheduled for nighttime, but we missed it. Yeah. Were you hungover? No. no, we just were, like... We just took too long. We took too much time to leave to get there. No, way. I do remember. I w- it was the day that I was really hungover. Mm-hmm. I had no desire to go on the store, like, to walk outside for two hours after the heat, feeling like again. shit. Yeah. 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 The trip was great. Yeah, all in all, we had a bunch of fun. Definitely going back next year, hopefully with you too. Make That'd it more cool. of a group thing. Jeanette, you went to LA. I did. I went back home, um, got to see my family, and I've talked about it a couple times. I went to the Mystic Museum, and that's all in Burbank. So associated with that is a Slashback video, which is kind of like a pop-up exhibit. I think this is their second year that they're doing it. They just have – it looks like a if Blockbuster was – like all horror movies it's really cool so I got to go in there um and then I went obviously to Halloween Town that's kind of classic and iconic there's three I didn't even realize that there was three Halloween Towns there's Halloween Town costumes there's Halloween Town kids and then there's just Halloween Town and they have like they're all next to each other though right like within this they're like on the same block but I didn't realize that yeah there was three separate ones um I finished if you guys have seen me before um i have my left arm done now officially because my tattoo artist uh is in los angeles and we finished it and i got the i'll show you guys the sandworm from Mm -hmm. beetlejuice it's very cute yeah so i just had like a little spot by my armpit and it kind of goes into my armpit and comes out and it looks like he's like eating beetlejuice's face kind of so my sleeve is officially done yeah, it looks great. And I went to Hollywood Horror Nights, so that was super fun. Definitely, 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 I will not I, – I will continue to express this. You have to get the express pass. It was just – the waits were insane. It was a 120-minute wait. So, thankfully, I did have the express pass. Um, but this year was great. I would definitely check it out uh, if you haven't. What maze, what maze was your favorite? Or which was the scariest? 
Um, okay, well, you guys know my feelings towards zombies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they had a Walking Dead one, and I legit was stressing out. Like, I was pretty fine for all the other mazes. I really liked the Universal Horror. Um, like, they had the old school monsters in there, which was cool. Um, visually, that was really fun, and it was, like, neon and lots of blood and stuff, so that was cool. Uh, and then... Trick or Treat was really cute, especially since Will and I had just rewatched mm. it. Um, and it had like kind of all the different iconic scenes from the movie within the maze. So each of the little stories had their own room, which was really cool if you've ever seen Trick or Treat. And Halloween had one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Halloween 4 was there. So I have to ask, I don't, I honestly don't think I've ever seen Halloween 4. So what makes that one, I guess, so special or particular that they would pick Halloween 4? I don't know why they picked Halloween 4. I think visually that one is pretty iconic. That's the one where like the TV's blinking and they're playing the video and stuff like that. So I think it's just more... More things to base it off of. Yeah, like Like more visually aesthetic things. The ones that come to mind are like Halloween, the first one, and then... um, Wait, which is for the one where he has the nephew? Or the The niece? 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 Mm -hmm. Um, Or is that five? Mm -hmm. I thought it was five when the niece comes into play okay. i've seen one three and then i remember five and then halloween h2o <laughs> with busta rhymes I I seen that is that busta rhymes right yeah. yeah i've actually only seen the first halloween and halloween h2o so sorry guys mm-hmm. maybe we, we should do a marathon we should because uh i think i already yeah. said that i'm not that into slashers that much but i think i, sh- I need to rewatch all the halloweens in preparation for the new one coming out yeah Yeah. to get my lore in check (laughs) because I'm like wait what the fuck's happening and then um on the way home actually I watched I've never seen this movie A Quiet Place oh was it good yeah I I watched it on the way home and I was so emotional watching it I don't know if I was on my period or what (laughs) but I started crying at the end I was like oh my god Uh, it was so and also it made me realize Will and I have had this conversation we would fucking die within the first five minutes. Well, considering the household that we live in, but what's so funny is I went on a date to see that movie, and people next to us were talking, and the guy that I was seeing started screaming at them. He's like, you're going to get us killed! And he has an Australian accent, so I just, you know, naturally started laughing because, you know, because of that. He was trying but, to make a funny. Yeah, but yeah, it just, uh, we would all be dead. I, I walk in our, our house, and dogs are barking, cats are meowing, Things are flying. It just, I don't understand. Well, we, you guys love to, to wake up screaming. Yeah, we, we would I mean, not survive. Screaming at each other. I, I'm, I'm a vocal human being. I just... I have a lot to say. And a lot to just scream. Yeah. You know, just grunting noises constantly. But um, I did really enjoy that movie, uh, if you haven't seen it. And they're married in real life, yeah. too, which is a little more touching, because you just think, oh, God, you know, they, oh, no, yeah. No. yeah I'm, I'm going to start uh, crying again. Oh. It's fine. I'm just, fine. N- I'm fine. They're only listening to your voice, not your sobbing. So. <laughs> Cut this out. <laughs> no, yeah, I want to watch that movie. What else has happened this week? Oh. Oh, may I? Yes. Okay, so I I am super excited. There's this artist named Kim Petras that I am in love with. Uh, My roommates both know that I'm obsessed with her, considering the fact that I played her song Heart to Break repeatedly to the point that they were screaming (laughs) at me to not play it. I mean, maybe 667, not that I was counting. but (laughs) Counting. uh, I was not counting. Uh, But at any rate, she released a Halloween EP that consisted of I think six or seven songs amazing the reason I love her so much is because of the fact that she was the youngest 
transgender person to get a gender reassignment surgery. There's a documentary on it. It's pretty fascinating. She, she went through a lot considering she was so young at the age that it took place. But at any rate, she, she's very talented. The, the music's really good. The artistry of the, the design of the album cover is really good. Uh, on her Instagram leading up to her releasing it, she released this, this, um, this collection of spooky photos that all had these weird encrypted messages as the the descriptions on the Instagram post. So if if I mean it's very bubblegum pop. Well, I like what you played for me or like earlier. Yeah, yeah. What's your so favorite song? I like oh my gosh, oh my gosh. The the one that I like the most is Close Your Eyes. She has a song also called Tell Me It's a Nightmare. But as I was explaining to Ashley earlier, most of the songs aren't actually lyrical. They're just beats that she had created with a DJ or, or um, producer. To yeah, a producer. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the songs are really good. They're very spooky. I've had several people text me saying, oh my gosh, Kim Petrus's new album makes me think of you because you're so spooky. Hey, isn't Elvira on the album too? She is. That's she fucking is, cute. And she also featured it. But it's it's something worth checking out. I know a lot of people aren't into bubblegum pop or something very flamboyantly. No, there's a lot of people like into that. pop. A lot of people It's good. Check it out. Listen to it. Mm-hmm. Download dance, on iTunes. Dance, dance. We also, speaking of like iTunes and stuff like that, we got most of our I, logos in. We got all of our um, like extra little images that people have made from us. So shout out to everybody who's kind of helped us this far making Ghoul Chat um, possible. You know, we had my sister, Corey. Shout out to her. She did the logo for us where it's like all the little slasher um, killers. The icons. Yeah, yeah. And it says Ghoul Chat. So that's a super cute one. Um, Will, your friend, did some of the Kevin, artwork. Thanks, Kevin. Shout out to Kevin. Hey, Kevin, this is for you. I think I think Kevin's was probably one of my most favorite for like a sticker Me design too. or like I a little button it. or a yeah. pen. So, cute. so keep on the lookout for that. Yeah, we haven't future, released guys. that uh, image. I will make stickers for people I care for and people that want stickers. So I don't just have to care for you. And thanks to Jimmy for creating our, our main logo that, you know, that's going to be the face of our brand. Yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you, Jimmy. <laughs> Sorry. And then Jimmy's um, my boyfriend. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. Aww. It's amazing. Also, thank you to Ray, aka Bass Bear, the homie. He um, let us use one of his beats for our intro song. If you're wondering who did that, no, it was not me. <laughs> I wish it was, but no. Thank you, Ray. The beat's fucking tough, and we love it. Thanks, fool. <laughs> Thanks, I say he's like okay. We're from New York. You can't you can't talk like that here. Um, I'm not from New York. <laughs> I just live here. So <laughs> fool. She's saying that as she's doing a cholo stance. Yeah, I know. All aggressive, <laughs> holding her mic. What fool? <laughs> um. So yeah, thanks to everybody, and I mean. Yeah, this week has been really crazy. Uh, also, something else that I saw that came out and everybody was tagging me in it and the fact that I'm talking about it right now pisses me off. But Kylie Jenner came out with a Halloween makeup kit and it has like a classic red lipstick, I'm gonna glitter, look right yeah, glitter gloss. They have, she has a Halloween highlighter. She It's like a, a nine pan eyeshadow palette. It's all glittery. What's the name um, of it? Kylie what? Just Kylie. Just look up, like, I think, collection. like, Halloween collection, yeah. That highlighter, though? I know. And the packaging? It's all old school 3D, like, uh, spook, spooky shapes and stuff. And basically, 
she sent out with the care packaging wasn't it like 3d glasses Mm -hmm. you remember those old school glasses like one is blue and one is red she -hmm. sent out a pair of those and then all of her packaging is like halloween based and like it's 3d art and i I think it's going to be really expensive. I know it's going to be expensive because individually her stuff retails for like $30 just for a lipstick and there's like five or six lipsticks in there. The only thing that I don't really care for is if you've seen my makeup arsenal, it's already big enough and I feel like I have the colors in my collection already. I thought you were going to say just like her. You know? <laughs> oh yeah, that too. But <laughs> um... Just kidding. Shout out Kylie Jenner. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, I'm looking at it now like one of the fonts on one of her cases is very like Goosebumps-esque with yeah. the dripping slime. The only other thing that bothers me about it is the color selection. It's all very glittery. It's all very girly. Um, her name selection was amazing. Whoever did that in like marketing and stuff, phenomenal job. And the highlight, I want to purchase that individually. So I'm wondering if she will make that accessible to people or they have to buy the kit as a bundle. You know what I mean? And it's definitely going to be expensive, so. I'm looking at the gold, of course. That's all I ever want is gold. Isn't it beautiful, though? Yeah. She did, like, swatches on her Instagram, and everybody was sending me stuff. And I was like, oh, God. The the highlighter goes from silver to gold, right? Yeah, it's very iridescent, green, gold. And it looks silver in the pan. But then when you swatch it, um, it looks gold. So I think that would work for a lot of skin tones, too. You know, you could be kind of paley and have that green undertone look kind of spooky on you and then like a deeper complexion obviously the gold flight uh gold flakes will pop out more and that'll just like pop Hmm. look like a glazed ass donut (laughs) i mean if you ever get it i'll take a a gander oh this rose gold one looks kind of pretty yeah it's beautiful but it's Mm. all very glittery and like yeah give me some like matte orange spooky shades Okay, well, definitely check. I'll check it out, even though y'all know how I feel about. Let's that guess family. right now how much you think this package is going to be. The package or individuals or uh, no, 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 the collection. I guess you can buy the collection, maybe two forty eight. Yeah, I, mm. I'm going to say like yeah, around that price range. What do you guys? Oh, I wouldn't oh know. It's her stuff is really expensive. I've never, I've never bought it. Yeah, I never, I've never bought any of her products, but I've definitely yeah, no, creeped. Yeah, so we'll go with one <laughs> guess. Uh, I'll say 280. Mm. Okay, so you guys have that, all right? So we'll okay. see who wins. And yeah. whoever wins is, I don't know. Leader of, <laughs> Leader of, of the basic, cult. yeah. Leader of the cult, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Leader of the ghoulies. Hey, any other horror-related news? <laughs> is Kylie Jenner horror? Her? I mean, she herself is horror, but she's a horrible person. Just horror. Kidding. Just kidding. Um, I've watched a lot actually in the past week. Um, Maniac came out uh, a couple weeks ago, and I really, really liked it. And I, I told Will you need to watch it, but you can't. Okay. You can't seem to get into it, right? I, I feel like, like you have it. to be in a mood. I, yeah, I watched like maybe ten minutes and then turned it off because I was I. It wasn't something I could watch without paying attention to, which I realized. Yeah, you have but to get the. You have what, to be in the mind frame. Yeah. To watch yeah. It. What thought. about it? Do you think? Like what? Is it a horror thing? Is it advertised as horror? It's no, no, it's not out. horror, but it's just, it's definitely like sci-fi. Or thriller. It's oh, okay. very, no, not, not thriller. Or I think just psychological, I, you know. It's, it's it's definitely just sci-fi, which, you know, like I, I feel like is a big part of like genre stuff. Um, but yeah, it's very sci-fi. It's like very um, retro futuristic. I think like comic books too, like what, what basically what people in the 40s thought that the future would look like. 
that's how this show is but it's more like what if everything still looked a lot like the 90s but the technology was still super advanced. So like all the computers, they they all look like, you know, the super box, you remember like a boxy ass computer from like the, the early 2000s. Like MacBook. your dial up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like think of those computers, but then, and like all the screens are still kind of really 8-bit. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Like 8-bit, there's not like a lot of like, um, there's not a lot of detail going on in them, but they're doing all this crazy shit, like putting hallucinations in your head. And basically the premise of the show is that uh, Emma Stone and Jonah Hill, their characters are, they join this pharmaceutical drug trial, and the drug trial is trying to basically eradicate the therapist or therapy in general, and all you have to do is take these three pills, and like you'll you'll be fixed. Your Sign trauma, me up. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah, your fun? trauma will Get be it together. fixed basically. So that's like the gist of the show. It goes like a little bit more deeper than that. Like there's a lot of stuff that connects to like um, depression and like family like drama and did we write this well <laughs> they based it off my life of our lives yeah um, i'm jonah hill <laughs> i'm emma stone and thank you for watching maniac, maniac. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah it's like it's 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 dark the themes are dark but the way that it's shot and filmed is very kind of um bright because like there's a lot of like pink and blue color schemes like i said the retrofuturism makes it a very beautiful film to me like there's talking computers and but yeah oh yeah and it's also directed written and directed by Carrie Fukunaga who directed the first season of True Detective which I fucking loved True Detective is like one of my favorite shows well at least the first season the second one was kind of eh but um yeah he directed that and he also wrote the first draft of It the It remake that didn't get to get to the big screen because it was too dark and weird and fucked up and I wish it did because it I think it would have been a better movie because of that. But yeah, go watch Maniac. I, hate it, I agree. You agree? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I wish it, yeah, we could talk about it another day. But um, yeah, Met, uh, Maniac is awesome. And then Eli Roth is making a show on AMC, apparently. I kind of found this out from the Twitter sphere. It's called History of Horror. It's coming out on October 14th. And there's like clips online if you go on amc.com and like, you know, they have like little short minute clips. I will watch it. I love anything. Eli I know Roth people does. who worked on it and people who are going to be in it. Yeah. So some of the guest commentators um, announced so far Rob Zombie, Stephen Classic, King, beautiful. Quentin Tarantino, and Robert England, Ryan Turek. Is he, is he commenting too? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah and see. my friend Jen Young, I think, also worked on it. But and then the Sasuke sisters, who I love. Oh, they're going to be commenting they're, on it too. I believe they're commenting. Yeah, see, that's well. awesome. I think yeah. Gold Chat's in it as well. <laughs> <laughs> so look out for season, us season in the two. Yeah. Season two. <laughs> but yeah, I'm definitely going to watch that again October 14th because I'm like I love that nerdy kind of shit when they kind of go behind the scenes and. Well, Eli Roth is very, like, gory for the most part anyways, you know, so it's cool to see, like, his interpretation of it to see if he's going to make it kind of dark and, like, the history and things like that. Well, some of the the teasers on the website, like, one of them says, like, making a monster, like, how do they bring iconic movie monsters to life, how video games revive the zombie genre, like, one I'm, that's one I'm looking forward to, actually, because I love zombie horror games and then horror creators debate is horror sexist or feminist another one i really want to watch that's one of the topics of a future episode but this is exciting yeah it looks really cool Um, and it's like a bunch of series that's going to come out like or is it all just one long i think it's going to come out date by date Mm -hmm. because it's on amc you know so it's not going to be like a netflix binge kind of situation you just kind of have to wait for the next episode week by week but 
definitely looking forward to that. And then um, also, speaking of Netflix, Making a Murder Season 2 is announced, and I'm looking forward to that. I'm a big true crime doc head. Um, and I'm I'm looking forward to this new season because I think the lawyer, Steve um, Avery's lawyer, is going to be a big, uh, big character in it. So I'm looking forward to, like, how she basically defends him and why she thinks he's innocent because I think a, a slight issue with the first season with me I'm not sure if they kind of had a bias the the filmmaker I, I know she was a woman I can't remember her name but I don't know if she kind of had a bias that maybe both Stephen Avery and Brendan Dassey the nephew were innocent but I'm hoping season two is a little bit less biased in the whodunit aspect of the case I also caught up on American Horror Story, finally. But oh. bitch, did you? Oh well, oh. I well you didn't watch the. I was last gonna episode, say I so. have not seen the last episode. Okay, the one I think that that's what out. we're doing today, right? Check it. Oh my gosh, I'm not gonna spoil anything, so don't worry. You don't have to tune out. You don't have to mute anything. <laughs> um, it it is so good. I was telling my friend Will, shout out to Will, that I am such a fan of the fourth episode, considering the fact that. The first three episodes, I didn't really know where it was going. I knew it was going somewhere, but I, I didn't, in fact, know where where we were going together. But the fourth episode kind of ties together loose ends where you think you don't know what's going on, and then you're like, oh, shit, now I do. It's so good. It ties in together Coven. You, you're still wondering how the first season will will play a, a prominent role in this, in this season, but, but the third season is definitely connected. They tie in Hotel which is kind of cool. It's it's a little offbeat. So it's not just um, Coven and... Uh, it's not just Coven and, and Murder House. Yeah, yeah okay, they, that's cool. They, they throw in a little hotel there, and then they, they make reference to Lana Winters, who, if you recall, is from the second season. It, it's interesting, and I, I liked it, and it, it kind of drew me into the fact that I, I do want to see what and where this season is going. And how they connect everything even more. And it, it kind of it makes me realize that... that Growing up, wanting to be a witch just makes me realize that, yes, I am gay, and I want to cast spells on you. <laughs> I, I watched no. Hocus Pocus Speaking yesterday. of witches. <laughs> I watched it on the plane. It was playing. It's so Aww. good. It's I rewatched. So I, I already saw it, like, two weeks ago again, but it was playing. So you can never watch week. it enough. Yeah, it's true. I did see Scream 4 for the first time. <gasps> what? We were just so talking about good. that. It's so yeah. good. I love it. When the bitch um, gets thrown on the table, sorry, spoiler. Well, I mean, that doesn't really ruin anything, but... No, I... It's been so long since I've even seen... The, well, I feel like I rewatched the original Scream every year, but, like, two, three, four, I d just don't pay attention to. Um, but I really... I don't know if I would say I enjoyed it. It was kitschy. It was fine. Um... The I only, like, <laughs> oh, and then I watched Pumpkinhead yesterday, too, for the first time in, like, Did 15 you like years. It? Um, it terrified me when I was a kid. Same. And I feel like, because the whole premise is that this, like, hillbilly town, these kids are going to a cabin in the woods, and one of them accidentally runs over this guy's kid with a dirt bike and kills him, and then they just, like, flee. And so he makes a deal with some witch, and she conjures up Pumpkinhead and to go, like, they, the kids are marked, so they're all going to die. And they're pretty, like, gruesome murders, but I don't know. I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed Scream 4. i never seen – well, I saw the first one years ago. 
haven't seen any of those in years. Which no, one? The scream? scream or scream? yeah? Well, it's again slasher here, stuff. I'm just like. Um, <laughs> there's the videology bar and cinema in Brooklyn, and I feel like you guys have gotten so many invites from me to go to the different events that they have coming up. So, like today, actually on October seventh, you know, obviously this episode will be out. They're doing American Horror Story trivia. And, like, if you win, you group gets a round of drinks. Last night... You get to kill someone. Yeah. Wait, where is it at? Um, Videology. They it's do on free, Bedford. Free, like, horror, free, like, Simpsons horror trivia, too, like, Trio Support. Mm-hmm. I want to go for that. We should. I'm done for HS. And then, it's Google, tonight. I know all my lines. And then, um, <laughs> last night, they did Scream. And so now they're making it into, like, drinking games. So Hocus Pocus is coming up. Check your events. I've invited all of you to, like, everyone that I've seen um, that they posted. Um, but yeah, they had Hocus Pocus, they had Scream, um, what else are they doing? There's like a bunch, Nosferatu, they're gonna be playing that, like a double back-to-back, um, showing of it, and it's like three bucks to get in, and you get like a themed drink, and then there's rules for the drinking game, you know, like, um, how many times can she look back, and, or what's the line that they say in Scream? I'll be back. Remember? Mm-hmm. And you're never supposed to say that in a scary movie. So anytime someone says that, you take a shot. So I think that's a really cool idea that they're implementing, especially for this season. So you get alcohol poisoning and get to have a good time. Yeah. It's so much fun. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah. I only know of one, like, horror-related thing that I paid attention to this week, and that's, like, that Blumhouse TV released a horror anthology on Hulu, and it's once a month for the next year they're releasing a feature that has to do with holiday horror. So the one that just came out is called The Body, and it is directed by Paul Davis, who um, co-wrote it with uh, Paul Fisher. I don't know these guys, but I'm I'm excited to see the the movie. <laughs> um, but it's basically about like a, a a killer who's contracted to to do a kill, and over the course of one night, he has trouble transporting the body across town. And I think, I'm assuming it's going to take place on Halloween night, because why else would he be pulling a body around town and That's get true. away with it? Thanksgiving. <laughs> Just dragging it. Yeah. You know, I, mean, know. <laughs> you know, I would on my be birthday. so excited you drag me. <laughs> if the next one was Thanksgiving, because that's the one Eli Roth movie I wish actually got made. Oh, with the curly, the killer, the killer turkey, right? Yeah, it's like it's Thanksgiving, cool. which is it's like in um, Vegan's grind, Worst Nightmare. The Grindhouse trailers. Yeah. Did, didn't only one of the Grindhouse trailers get made? I can't remember. It was, I can't ma- remember. I heard Machete, right? Machete did get made, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. One, I think oh my god, I forgot it. about Machete. I watched Machete. It was like, just a good B-minus movie. Um, you know, Danny Trejo and Jessica Alba, I believe. You guys didn't see that one? It came was out it a just, long... Yeah, of course I saw it. Yeah. Was it Jessica Alba? I think so. No, yeah, it was... But who's the other girl that I'm thinking of? Michelle what? She was in the Michelle Fast... Michelle Rodriguez. Pfeiffer. No. no. <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez is also in that movie. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> Danny Trejo. The real star of the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Jeanette, did you watch anything? Um, like we said, we watch, we rewatch Trick or Treat. Um, I don't know what came upon. We were just talking about how cute Sam is. Wait, 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 wait. Trick or Treat, Ozzy Osbourne, Halloween no, Trick or Treat, no, or Trick or Trick or Treat anthology. Is that the one with Anna Paquin? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. I've seen that one in a long time. I love it. It's so good. It has very like creep show vibes, you know, based off of the comics and stuff like that. Um, and they're just so cute. So it's like very. 
spooky and fun. The fact that, like, there's, you know, three to seven storylines that all connect together, I thought was really cool. Yeah. Uh, Um, And then I saw, I think you mentioned this. Did you, uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Somebody did. So excited. Is getting remade. Um, Somebody has mentioned it on our show before. It was supposed to be because he's in, Sabrina is in the new Archie comics. And there was this whole thing where she was going to be a new character in Riverdale. Oh. But then they just decided to release a whole series about her on Netflix. Well, it's the creator of Riverdale who's yeah. doing it. So. And Riverdale is so good. Don't judge me, but I love I that love show. I love Riverdale. My friend told me, she's like, that's such a prepubescent show. And I was like, you're prepubescent. Like, you, <laughs> like please stop. You know you what? Die. Like, every, I feel like it's a show for the whole family. Because they have, like, all the parents are people who are, like, on 90210 and Twin Peaks and... And I'm blanking on other shows. But, oh, the guy from Scream. Oh, he's yeah, in it? Yeah. yeah. Skeet is his name? Skeet. Yeah. Cute. Yeah, they, he's they, a, he's, he's they really bring dad. together so many. Yeah, oh, my gosh. And he's really hot if you haven't watched the show. <laughs> yeah, but. everyone in that show is beautiful. Yeah. Of course. They're beautiful. Of course. Yeah, I've never seen that I mean, either. I'm in that show and you can't see me. I'm in the background, but, like, so beautiful. <laughs> I still love reading the Archie <laughs> comics when I was younger. And, yeah. Usually, like, it's a really dark. It r- reminds me a lot of Twin Peaks. Really? Yeah. Okay. I I, I mean, it starts with the murder. Yeah, I'll check it out. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah, well, like, I don't know. They play with, like, the the chance of incest and stuff. It's just very dark. No, it's Mm -hmm. so dark, but it's so, it's so. What what channel is it on? The CW. Yeah. yeah. So they can only go so far. It's just very enticing, and you you always want to know more, you know. it's But it's also very macabre and dark and based on murder and, and. You know, just all these different aspects of the show that can be seen as not okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not okay. Nobody. Episode title. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not okay. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, and then also Charmed is being remade too. I'm not excited for Charmed. Also CW. I yeah. am going to watch it. I will yeah. watch but. it, but I'm not excited for it. I'm like, who asked for this? Whom? <laughs> <laughs> I did mean, you watch the original? I did. All I loved it. the original. Yeah. I think mainly because I like it when, if you're going to remake something, I like it when you get the people who did it involved. And for some reason, I, I'm rethinking this, and I'm like, I don't think people are involved from Charm, like the original. Yeah. Someone I mean, prove me wrong, please. I don't, I'll look I don't Charmed either. Um, I, I mean, I did when I was younger, like every episode or so, but I'm not sure about those facts. Um, but like to counter your like your kind of view on it about remaking stuff, I did not like watching Sabrina the Teenage Witch when I was younger. Like the like what's her name Melissa Joan Hart, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't really care for that. I've too seen much. every episode of it, but yeah. I but I think don't think that she needs to be involved. Exactly. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, and it the premise so, of this is dark. It's yeah, exactly. so super yeah. fucked up. So that's why I'll so probably different. be more into like this new re- remake than. The I agree. 90s sitcom, you know. Sometimes, sometimes it's a good idea. Really, I think the ants writers. are still part of it, aren't they? Like the same. Well, I like actually they did don't like, know, but yeah. I just know I know some people who were like who uh, are in the writers' room for it, and mm-hmm. I think it's going to be really good for that. Like I don't know them personally, but I like fo- like I n- follow them. Yeah. So I think that they're awesome. The last thing I wanted to bring up is uh, what you call it. Sam Yagen came to my job a couple weeks ago, and he's, like, the founder of, like, Match.com, which means he's also basically – he funded Tinder, so that's a 
I know. It was kind of cool. He was, like, talking about how he created his business and whatnot. But he he asked everyone in the room, what do you think the top three questions that um, a, two people have to be compatible with for the relationship to last or the opposite? Or, you know, it won't last because they weren't compatible with these answers. And the Wait, what do, what do we think it is? Yeah. Let's go. I think, what's your favorite scary movie? That's no. it. <laughs> no, I'm thinking of things way more deep. Deeper. Way deeper than that. Um, no, but yeah, no, that's right. It's uh, <laughs> do you like horror movies is one of the questions that um, kind of. I feel like that does make or break a relationship. Yeah, and the other the other two are random as hell, too. Would you own a sailboat or live on a sailboat? <laughs> and then the other one is, have you ever traveled alone in a foreign country? This is factual information. Yeah, this is from his research. I yeah. don't believe him. Oh, I have okay. questions for you. E- okay, you, can, you can email Sam Yagan, the CEO and founder of Match.com, and say, you're wrong. Those are the three questions that will make or break how long a relationship will last. The duration. The duration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so. Interesting. Sailboats? Yeah, I know. It's weird. Sailboat? It's random. It's I not what like it's not what you think it will would be. But Well, then we can't date Alex. I'm <laughs> and it's I like being on boats, but I, w- I couldn't go on a cruise. That Like being in open sea. Okay. Maybe there's deeper logic within these questions. That, that why are you? Why does it have to like be it's deeper? Really, it's really, why yeah. is it bothering? Why can't it's it be like data. do you like scary movies? No, I'm not upset. I'm just I'm those concerned. are the three consistent questions in their data. Damn. I'm gonna just like take notes. Will do you like scary movies? <laughs> All right. So our topic for this week that we're finally getting to is um, uh, bands that influence us growing up, and not just any bands, but like you know. Horror-related, goth-related, genre-related bands. Spooky-specific. Yeah. So, who wants to go first? Um, I'll I, go first. Yeah, you go <laughs> first. I'm already talking. Great. Okay, okay. So, I'm, like, I just picked a couple bands that I listen to all the time. One of my favorite bands right now is a band from L.A. called Drab Majesty. And it is run by this dude named his real name is not this, but he goes by Deb Demer, and I guess Deb is they. Um, and I love, love, love this band. It's really synth wave, dark wave. Um, there's a song I really love called 39 by Design that's about the suicide cult. You guys remember um, the I one um, where he was like, We're gonna all drink this, and they used to like live on a. Yes. They were going to go off into space. Yes. And, okay, yes. Exactly, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I love this band. They're actually playing a show in Brooklyn on Halloween that I'm going to. And um, another band I really like, Deftones. And I say Deftones because when I first heard them was when I watched Queen of the Damned. And I remember that I watched Queen of the Damned, I think, when I was 10 or 11 because it was on HBO. And I loved the soundtrack. And growing up, there's this place in Arizona called Fear Farm that every year it's like all these haunted mazes in a cornfield. And they're like the rock station, the local rock station always played the Queen of the Dam soundtrack. So that is why I like the Deftones. And then um, my last major band I would have to say is The Cure. They weren't always considered goth i don't think it was until disintegration came out when they had like that music video for lullaby where it's like um well yeah they they weren't always considered goth but there was a particular i think 
song that came out called Lullaby where in the music video Robert Smith is like there's a lot of spiders and shit going on mm-hmm. I feel like it's one of their most famous music yes. videos yeah. um, and my honorable mentions is like a Canadian band that I love called The Birthday Massacre which is literally like goth rock it's 100% in that category um, Chelsea Wolfe John Carpenter because he's amazing and spooky Susie and the Banshees Nine Inch Nails um I'll just say IMX and Kidney Thebes. And that's it. I've never heard of any of these bands, or a lot of those bands, actually. Well, you can check them out on the Spotify playlist I created (laughs) (laughs) under Gold Chat. That was a really good idea, you guys. So then if you haven't heard any of these bands, you can check in and listen to what we listen to. And I think, like, all of your mentions, you know, the ones that I know, (laughs) uh, are definitely, like, Deftones, The Cure... That whole Queen of the Down soundtrack, that's all very, like, classic when you're growing up. Yeah, on yeah. brand. Um, I'm actually excited for this playlist because I think it'll be, like, a nice, t- for me even, too, to listen to, like, what you guys listen to. Yeah, because it's also, like, we're all so spooky, but, like, different kinds of spooky, you yeah. know? Yours is going to be more, like, that's very, like, mood. Yeah, spooky. I'm a big dark wave person. Yeah. With those synths. Mm-hmm. The sad music, you know? <laughs> And then you'll hear my portion. Um, and you're going to be like, what the fuck? Um, so for my three, I picked top one. This is my favorite band, by, like, by all means, The Misfits. Um, I do have a Crimson Ghost tattoo. Uh, I feel like The Misfits really influenced me getting into the horror scene because I, I mentioned this before. My older sister really liked them growing up, and I wanted to kind of be like her. And they're very horror punk. Like, that's what they're based off of. But... Um, they came together in 1977. They're from the East Coast, which is really cool. And I have a question for you guys. I know Alex doesn't really listen to the Misfits too much, but if you had to choose between Danzig or Michael Graves, who would you choose? I'm Danzig. Danzig. Okay, right. I feel like I would pick him too because he's the only one I know. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, didn't I see that other guy's band? Michael we Graves. we did see Michael yes. Graves recently, oh, okay. um, and he's still like announcing himself on his flyers as Michael Graves of the Misfits but he like doesn't want to play any Misfits songs well because because of what had happened because of what had happened when you went to the show right or there was just a disagreement didn't you had mentioned yeah there was a fan in the audience who was like I love you I love Saturday Night which is a Misfits song um that Michael Graves did when he was singing and Michael just kind of looked at him and was like okay and I was just like, oh, come on. You know that this guy grew up loving you. And it's kind of a bummer that he is just really associated with the Misfits. But don't advertise yourself as Michael Grapes of the Misfits. If you're so definitely against them. Yeah. 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 When we saw them at Gold Sounds, um, it's like a venue slash bar here in Bushwick. Jeanette and I were like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like the mood was kind of, you know, a little drab. Um I don't know. It, I it just, sucks. Yeah, especially because I love them. So I do. I fuck with Michael Graves, and that's where I get a lot of shit. I mean, obviously, dancing is dancing, and you can never beat that. Um, but I, I enjoy Michael Graves a lot. Like, that whole album, yeah, the Famous Monsters, great, yeah, yeah, it's a great album. Yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, so The Misfits is definitely horror punk, fast, kind of just, like, death and chaos. And I think a lot, a lot of people, even though The Misfits are very popular – but there are some people who like punk music but don't like the Misfits because of that. Because you know? of the horror punk yeah. aspect. Yeah. And also, like, the way that he sings. It's not, like, you know, it's like yelling or, like, a, a harsh kind of voice. He's actually kind of singing and 
Yeah, and I yeah. mean, he's done so many other projects, too, that it, it isn't for everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. And he kind of goes off and he does Sam Hain, and then he had his other side project, Danzig. Danzig yeah. So, you know, there's a there's a lot of things that they have done because they've been around for so long. And I just love the fuck out of the Misfits. Yeah, um, I love the Misfits, too. We just that's more of a... She's more of the... The, 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 the fiend. Do you ever want to do your Instagram shoe for um, oh my God. Fashion Nova Misfits line? Every go check it out, guys. I literally show. have so much. You can never have enough Misfits shirts because they just go with everything. Um, and we just recently saw them back in May. Yeah, that was oh, amazing. I'm glad you fucking convinced me to get up and go to New Jersey with you, even though I was... I had a fever. <laughs> Remember? You're like, bitch, it's the Misfits. You better fucking go. And I was like, all right. I just bought my tickets that morning. And I'm so glad that you, you like, kind of got my ass up off the couch to go. Because they fucking killed it. It was so much fun. Um, and they're doing another show, too. So this is also another interesting... Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see how this is going to pan out. So they're doing another tour of the Misfits, but I don't see Doyle's name on that any of the sucks. flyers, which is like... But didn't you say when we were watching them um, at the New Jersey show that you could tell that Danzig and Doyle are kind of having like some They have tension. Yeah. yeah, they definitely... You notice it right away. Yeah, and I mean, you guys, please, if you're listening, just get it together. I really fucking love you. So yeah. I will pay a lot of money again to see you just, you know, I, and I think that is ultimately what it's about is like who's their egos and yeah. money. And that's fucking shitty because that's not why you guys started the Misfits. Yeah, and I saw the Misfits too, of course, not with Danzig because they, you know, Dan's like, I'm never playing with them again, blah, blah, blah. I think it was um, at Ink and Iron in Long Beach. With Jerry Only singing? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was fun. And, of course, they played a bunch of, of their songs, but it wasn't the same because, you know, Dan's voice is so... Distinct. It's so distinct and awesome. So I'm really glad that we got to see that. Yeah. What's your guys' favorite Misfit song? Halloween. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, you didn't even, like, pause. It was a Halloween. You were on it. I like Horror Hotel. Horror Hotel is really good. Yeah. Um, man. I don't there's, know. There's, there's so a lot. Many. I like. There's so. I think a lot of the stuff from collections one and two because you know they have all the the best songs from each of their albums. Yeah. I just love listening to the collections. Basically, I could make a whole. Uh, I could go on about the Misfits. I could yeah. make a whole like episode about them. <laughs> Same, so, but yeah. I love them too. Say die, my darling. That's Very a good, good. one. Yeah. Yeah. See, like, there's just so many things that we could. Okay, so the, yeah. Anyways, that's like you will hear a lot of the Misfits on that Spotify playlist. Yes. Um, my second band is the Ghastly Ones. So I don't know if you guys know who they are. Um, I love surf music. So imagine if, like, the Munsters had a baby with... Um, the Beach Boys? Yeah, no, they no, don't... No, no, not Beach Boys. Like, more like... Um, what's a popular, like, surf rock band? Surf, it's not like... like it's just spooky surf. Yeah. That's the best way to kind of describe it. So it kind of incorporates two of my favorite things, Halloween, spookiness, and surf music. Um, they weren't a band for very long, and I unfortunately never got the chance to see the Ghastly Ones play, but they kind of broke off and became another band called Ratfink for a while. Oh, that's uh, oh, right. Boss, was it Bo- uh, Boss Fink, excuse me. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Right. And I got to see them play at like a dive bar in Fullerton. And I was like, I'm not missing this because it was around Halloween time. And I had kind of like a, a hunch that they would play one of the Ghastly Ones songs. And mm-hmm. the last song, they were like, fuck it, it's spooky season. Here's a Ghastly Ones. And I literally was like crying because I wanted to see them play for the longest. But if you've never heard them before, like I said, they're spooky surf. They've done a lot with other artists. Like they have a song off Halloween Hoot Nanny with Rob Zombie, which is really amazing. And then they did the whole Halloween SpongeBob episode. 
Yeah. Oh, Did you remember so, that? Oh my God. I had so that cool. on DVD. It's, yeah, and it's done by the <laughs> Ghastly Ones. Um, they came out with two albums, and recently I was just kind of like scrolling through Instagram. And do you guys remember Toxic Tunes? I don't. Um, I don't think so. It's like this guy, he does amazing, like, spooky artwork, and it's, like, very Ratfink-esque. Um, he just did – it was actually, like, a year ago now, and I'm kind of late to the game, and I'm pissed um, – a Ghastly Ones, like, merch release. So they have, like, hoodies and T-shirts and pins, and I just want all of the things because I love them so much. So if they still do have merchandise, I'm definitely going to go buy it. Um, but Sweet. that is probably one of my top favorite bands as well. And then the last one that I picked, I think maybe all of us can kind of relate, Danny Elfman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you guys feel about Danny Elfman from Oingo Boingo to doing majority of the Tim Burton stuff. Mm-hmm. He's He writes the scores for yeah. 90% of Tim Burton's yeah. movies. Yeah, and I feel like growing up, that was just another, like, huge, you know, anytime you saw Beetlejuice or Nightmare Before Christmas or um, Edward Scissorhands, like majority of that. Even still, I think he did a lot of his newer stuff, like Alice in Wonderland. I think he mm-hmm. did some of that. Um, Danny Elfman has just kind of been the focal front. And when I went to go see, um, where did I see it? Oh, they did like a Tim Burton um, show at the Nokia Theater in LA, maybe like four or five years ago now, uh, where they just had like uh, what sort of looking for? they had like visuals mm-hmm. of the Tim Burton movies and Danny Elfman was composing it so it was so cool to see like this hundred piece orchestra playing the songs and he's from the scene yeah from, from the scene yeah, gotcha. and from the movies um, I spent a lot of money in those tickets but definitely worth it and he even sang as Jack they they used him on 50 shades of gray too swear to God really yeah little known fact but yeah he was actually used in producing some of, or like creating or curating the soundtrack for Fifty Shades of Grey. Really? Yeah. That's funny. Which is, I think he's probably done so much more stuff than yeah. that, Tim Burton. That he wasn't yeah. getting a, you know, credited for. Mm-hmm. But that's just why I, you know. Yeah, was, you, pl- you always play the scores to, to getting Tim. Ready. Yeah. Getting ready. Yeah. Whenever you're cleaning, out. I'm like, oh, I hear Danny Elfman. There goes Jeanette. <laughs> She's getting ready or cleaning. Um, Either or. And then those are my top three. And then some honorable mentions. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard. I'm going to probably pronounce this wrong. So it's called, like, Banane Metallic. They're a French psychobilly band, and, like, their motto is, like, gore and roll. So it's very, like, psychobilly, very fast punk beats. I will definitely put some of their songs on uh, the playlist. I don't know what the fuck they're saying half the time because most of it is not in English. But it they, just sounds good. Yeah, they put on a good show. Very Tales from the Crypt, if you guys remember that. That's like one of their intro songs. Uh, Black Dahlia Murder had to put them in there. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Just like pig squeals and fast <laughs> beats. Job for a Cowboy, all those bands. Um, Bathory is another band that I put on there. That's more of like your slow, older black metal. Um, Tiger Army, another mm-hmm. really great that I feel like we can all kind of agree on. Um, Rob Zombie, Zombie Ghost Train, mm, Batmobile. I gave you a Batmobile shirt. Oh, you have it still. No, you gave me a Zombie Ghost Train shirt. Oh, yeah. I have that shirt still. Oh, my God. Throwback. So those are kind of like all honorable mentions. Very spooky, psychobilly, graveyard queen type shit. All right. So I have my three groups or artists. My first one was Dead Kennedys because I was thinking, you know, how can I throw this back? The reason I picked Dead Kennedys is because I kind of grew up on them. My... My dad gave me a shirt, a Dead Kennedy shirt from when he was V-Punk, so I thought this was very throwback. It had, like, holes in it, and not even because it was old, just 
because he was that punk. <laughs> uh, it was kind of cool. The first one of the first CDs I bought was a Dead Kennedys album. It was Fresh Fruit for Rotting Vegetables. And I remember getting ready for punk shows as 13-year-old Will, thinking I was so badass. With looking. your scally cap. Yeah, and just thinking I was just so... <laughs> oh, my God. Do you remember? He wore yeah. that, like, every day. Just I was so cool. And They have a Halloween song. Yeah, yeah, they do. And I remember... So so they, they have four studio albums, two live albums, and then four video albums. And they the reason I, I like them so much is because when I was growing up, they were so very non-conforming and very against everything that everyone else was doing and so politically involved without being you know politically involved if that actually makes sense his voice is also very can be very grating like yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know and uh there was during the time that they they were debuting and stuff you know like that there was a lot going on with Pol Pot and different you know historic events that were going on with the government and it, it just kind of it kind of intrigued me because I said, oh my gosh, these people are, are going against everything that people are telling them to do, which I thought was interesting because growing up gay in a Christian household, going to a Christian school, I said, I don't have to be normal. I don't have to follow all these rules. So I, I kind of liked them for that. Uh, but going on to my next, my next group, it, it's Depeche Mode. Ashley and I got to fight over this and she Iconic. gracefully, <laughs> gracefully and willingly gave it to me. And I appreciate that because <laughs> because I, I connect with the Pesh Mode so much because my family is is so into them. My sister's boyfriend got Monique, my dad, and I tickets to go see them last year, and it was just life changing. I cried. Uh, it reminds me so much of my mom, which is really exciting because she was so into Depeche Mode. I, I can't even begin to even fathom why I like them so much, but. There's something so beautifully dark about them and about all their songs and their lyrics that I can just connect to. And I remember growing up and my sister was having a sleepover with her friend Serene and she was Serene was teaching my sister her her dance moves that she had created to personal Jesus. And I Aww. said, oh my gosh, I need to be Teach on me. This. You know, put me on a cross, like let me be there. <laughs> I don't know, I just, I just love Depeche Mode because of that because it, it's, you know, it's the epitome of nostalgia for me. And, and I love it because despite the fact that all their lyrics are generally dark and macabre and quote unquote depressing, it, it kind of gives me a sense of positivity if that mm-hmm. if yeah but I, yeah you just associate a good feeling whenever you listen exactly to music. yeah so. that's also the concert we've all been to we've all we've seen all depeche seen mode for all mm-hmm. depeche mode heads yeah yes. and that was so amazing they're so good so good live. Live. fantastic live. such a yeah. show it's insane didn't you see him in like midtown or something actually yes <laughs> oh my god yeah <laughs> you, fan- oh, you I, look met- at her she's like blushing <laughs> now. I, like, so I know this. i well yeah um me and my friend um were going to our lunch break in midtown that's where we work i saw him first and i was like oh look another cool you know old rocker i love seeing like old rockers in 10 years yeah Yeah. exactly and then then he started speaking and he had a british accent i was like he kind of looks like the singer of depeche mode and we got closer and i was like holy shit that is him that has to be him and i didn't like you know go up and say hi to him he was like probably giving his friend a tour or something but as soon as we got into the restaurant, I, like, Googled it. I was like, does he fucking live in New York City? And he does. I was like, oh, my God, that had to be him. That was him. And I looked, like, straight trash that day, so I didn't want to, like, you know, get a picture or anything. But I was, like, you know, a foot away from greatness, from <laughs> from godliness, you know. But, yeah, Depeche yeah. Road was great. We just saw them a couple months ago, Alex and I. 
and thank you for like inviting me to that because that was yeah. my first time seeing them they're they were so fucking good. amazing so they sold over a hundred million albums worldwide which yeah they're just big me out yeah they they've made top you know top charts in like germany once in the u.s i think but definitely just good music i can listen to a few of their Wait. albums just straight through favorite depeche mode song <gasps> that's another hard one What's your I know do you know yours? I know mine. Mine is Precious. Oh, yeah. I like Personal Jesus, too, but and enjoy the silence, of course, but Precious just touches me away. No For me, definitely never me. let me down. Damn it, that was mine. Uh, <laughs> you can have yeah. that, too. Yeah, no, yeah, that's definitely mine. For let sure. me think of another one. <laughs> what about you, Jeanette? Do you know? I think, yeah, Precious is probably. It's so good. Oh, my God. I know, I'm just reliving in my, my head. Yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so good. I'm. Taking a ride <laughs> my, my best, best friend. friend. <laughs> 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 All right, I'll stop. <laughs> but that's a good choice. Should I go to my third one? Oh, wait, I do have one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Ten minutes at the end of the episode? <laughs> wait. Um, it's Fly on the Windscreen. Oh, oh deep cut. Yeah. yeah. I love that song. Yeah, isn't that the song that you wanted them to play, but they didn't play? Yes. Yeah. 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 That's why I was like, I know there's another one. There's, there has to be one more. <laughs> On call. Depeche so. Mode's also like, uh, also one of the first bands. Oh, and ever. blasphemous rumors. Sorry. Oh, that is. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is the other song. I remember you like bitching about that. Like, why the fuck didn't play it? And I was like, Oh yeah, they it. didn't play that two songs. Yeah. I wanted it. But yeah, Depeche Mode's also like one of the first like kind of like dance bands to be honest. Like from the like late seventies, early eighties that used synth and stuff like that, and like you know, four by four beats. They're really pioneers in dance music in general, I think. So, yeah, Depeche Mode's awesome. We all love them. We could do a whole other episode yeah. based on them, <laughs> I feel like, too. We, yeah, we, yeah, we definitely could. Yeah, well, so, so my last artist is actually someone pretty new. Her name is Princess Nokia. Her real name is Destiny for Square. If I'm fucking that up, I'm sorry. I Googled <laughs> how to pronounce it for at least 18 minutes, <laughs> and I couldn't find it. So, at, at any rate, she goes by Princess Nokia, the reason I chose her is because she is she's the epitome of a modern day goth kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has she has such distinct different lyrics. She has a song called Brujas, which is so good. If you haven't listened to it, the music is beautiful. And it's actually produced yeah. by someone that Ashley just randomly met. But it's produced by the guy who wrote our intro song, Bass Bear. Shout out Bass Bear. Yeah, so thank you again, Ray. So thank you. But yeah, Ray and uh, another friend of his produced Brujas. Yeah, yeah. So the music video is great. Her music is great. She's released three albums, one under her her real name and two under her her stage name. But to be to be completely frank, I didn't like her most most recent album. The emo her, one? I don't I mean, I stand, I understand, I get it. It's a different feeling, it's a different mood, but her EP uh titled 1992 is so good. Uh there's a song called Goth Kid and I actually wrote the lyrics down. It says, I'm goth as fuck, even when I'm not in black. Gothic is the pain you feel and not the clothes that's on your back. Don't give a fuck about the fun that you make of me. I'm not the type to play your role, so get the fuck away from me. I just, I channeled that so much because someone had even commented after we started this whole gold There's chat. a fly? I'm afraid I'm actually smacked There's the a fly like, that's like buzzing around Will's upper lip for get, like did 10 get minutes. So, so at any rate, at any rate, we'll cut it. the no, reason, leave no, it. don't cut that the out. The fucking fly. Um, the reason I connect that with some or connect with that so much is the fact that oh god she's back with a vengeance. <laughs> so the reason the reason I connect with that so much is the fact that someone had made a comment to me in my my DMs about 
It's on the mic. There's it's on the mic. Get it. Get it. It's on the mic right now. Yeah. Oh, Wait, ah, almost, almost. Almost. Okay, it's fine. It's so going over reason? to Jeanette now. Good. Sorry. Fuck. <laughs> okay. So the reason. Okay. Okay. So the reason I connect with that so much is the fact that someone had made a comment to me about Ghoul Chat and said, "I don't really see you as being goth." And I was like, "Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I un- I understand. You know." But in all honesty, I-, I feel the reason I connect with it so much is I don't feel that you need to be expressive to the way you feel, and I don't even think that categorizing yourself as goth to validate your feelings is even something but the reason I connect with her is because when she stated that I said oh my gosh you know I could be dressing a certain way but still connect with something else so there are tons of people who don't wear all black or they're not outwardly spooky quote-unquote spooky looking who love that's true who (laughs) love horror and genre and stuff so yeah like whoever said that is Stupid. Yeah, he got blocked. Shout out to you. <laughs> um, but but yeah, she she has great she has great music. Uh, she's she's really talented. She's very young. She's, she's in New York, New York, right? One of uh, this is why I stand her so much. Ashley actually told me about this, but some guy was on one of the New York City transits. I looked it up right now. All of these <laughs> making all of these horrific, horrendous, racist comments. He's basically saying the n word. So so Princess Nokia. Shout out to Princess Nokia takes the top off of her soup and just throws it on him just yeah. all over him there's a drunken idiot on the l train um saying the n-word and just basically trying to trigger people on the train um supposedly he was like a comedian he was like oh i was trying to make a joke no one could take a joke or some bullshit but yeah everyone on the train kicked his ass off i think it was at bedford too i kind of was paying attention to that video i think they kicked his ass off on bedford princess nokia was on that train and she took yeah took up the top of her seat and threw it in his face as the doors closed on him so that's why i I fuck with her heavy she's um she's a big vocal proponent of like civil rights equality etc she's a queer brown girl who um who also loves being spooky because you know she she always like talks about like the the and she's a millennial so shoot shout out to people that are our age that are doing things yeah, you know that are relevant to what's going on politically. Yeah, I do you have any honorable mentions? I do, and don't judge me. I have <laughs> one. I have one honorable mention, but he really fucked this up. Morrissey, <laughs> shout out to you. I had written so many things about how my friend Eva and I connected to you, and even her sister Maricela. You just had to throw that all away by being a, problematic. <laughs> yeah. So shout out to you. I'm sorry. I also have a lot of shout outs of like, you know, the addicts and. Uh, zombie Ghost Train, also the Ghastly Ones, which I actually stole one of their songs off your MySpace and put it on mine. <laughs> back so, in the day. Back in the day. So, yeah, th- that's it. Mic drop. Well, for me, music is a very big part of my identity, and I am very, very passionate about it. Um, like, when I was growing up, I was a band geek. I played flute when I was eight, then it, and I changed it to clarinet. I played clarinet for six years, and then when I started getting to like, you know, rock music and stuff, I started playing guitar. Um, but yeah, I love music. And now my, my thing that I kind of do on the side as a hobby, because my main job is not very, obviously it's not music, I'm a, a photo retoucher. But just to keep my, you know, my heart in the game, I try to produce, not so much produce. I kind of like mess around making beats and stuff. But I really like um, DJing and cur- curating playlists. 
that my roommates always hear <laughs> and they always bitch at me about when are you going to start actually DJing yeah, live. Yeah, she needs to. Um, it's dope. Let's Princess Nokia is on it. Shout out. Yeah. Um, I will do it. I will do it when the time is She's right. She's trying to be a perfectionist about it. Like, yeah. It, you just have to do it. So many people have told her that. Yeah, I know. I'm hard-headed. I will do it in the near future, I promise. At Alex's Halloween party. <laughs> oh, no. on the but spot. Then I'm going to play like a bunch of stuff no one wants to hear, like some weird shit. <laughs> know your audience. <laughs> oh, that's true. That is what, what a good DJ does. But I have a, holo- or a, a party playlist. A party ready. playlist. Do you, yeah. you want to incorporate? <laughs> yeah, no. Like, eventually, I'll, I'll still, uh, eventually, I will try to DJ like bars and clubs and parties and whatnot. But anyways, yeah, I really do love music. Um, I don't have any, like, restrictions on genres of music as long as it sounds good. But um, I do have, you know, a couple bands that kind of influenced why I like wearing all black and watching horror and and whatnot. Um, the first one is The Cramps. The Cramps and um, my, fr- my friend in high school um, introduced me to The Cramps. Um, and they're one of the, the first kind of, like, psychobilly bands I've listened to and they actually coined the term psychobilly they're literally one of the first bands they started in 1976 um Lux Interior and Poison Ivy they're a married couple and they were together for like 40 years so goals um but yeah they mix like surf rock and um blues and like um like like rock regular rockabilly I guess you can say but they but the lyrics are all about like b-horror movies and um, horror and sci-fi and like just like uh, like puns on like sex and stuff like that so they're kind of like I, w- I wouldn't say like a joke band but you know they're like you know they have fun with like wordplay and they're, they're kind of like raunchy a little yeah, bit that's I think like, that's yeah, what yeah. they were kind of going for yeah. you know they knew that they weren't for everybody I love the cramps yeah um, their logo is badass it is mm-hmm. their t-shirts and the zomboy Mm-hmm. Zombie, yeah, exactly. My my bright yellow one. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I wear that, like my coworker's like, "Oh my god, you're not wearing black for ones." I'm like, "Yeah, because it's a cramp shirt and it's cool." But um, <laughs> yeah, the, like yeah, the cramps is basically my introduction to like psychobilly and rockabilly music in general, and I kind of gravitated towards that too because I remember growing up, my mom loved the Grease soundtrack. She loved playing Grease all the time, and you know. I kind of like grew up singing those songs around the house. Come on, boo boo, let's listen. <laughs> my mom. Shout out, shout out, Isabel. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Isabel. Um, and from Greece, I also liked watching Crybaby. Mm. You know, and Crybaby is like you know, obviously it's like a a satire of Greece and that fifties like you know doo-wop kind of scene. I love Crybaby. I love Cry. Yeah, Crybaby is like mm-hmm. awesome. But you know, the style in that in both Greece and Crybaby. You know, like, that kind of influenced my personal style. Like, I I don't dress... kind of? Yeah, yeah, like, vintage, kind of goth, uh, rockabilly thing. But, of course, that's only on weekends only. Only on weekends only. <laughs> I will not dress like that every day. <laughs> that's, like, that's like a look, like a look that... That's takes, a commitment. That's a yeah. committed look. <laughs> that's why when I that. see girls who dress like that, like, in public on the train, like, during a weekday, I'm like, girl, I know she you woke get up, up at five. five. <laughs> yeah, I am not doing that. But yeah, that definitely influenced my my style, and I love dancing to that kind of music. I actually want to um, like there's a, a a bar in East Village, the Tiki Bar, oh, Autos, Autos, yeah, they have, yeah, they have never been to Autos. Yeah. It's really cute. Yeah, they have a lot of like rockabilly, psychobilly bands. We should like go check that out. Um, another one of my top faves is Crystal Castles. Yes. 
I think they opened up for Depeche Mode when I yeah, saw them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you did see them? Like, oh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, Crystal Castles. I love, love Crystal Castles. Um, I heard of, I first heard of them in high school as well. Like, so maybe towards 2006 when their first EP got released. So when kind of everyone had Alice Practice or Airwaves on their MySpace profiles. But um, yeah, if it wasn't for Crystal Castles, I think I think that I think they have really influenced me to like dance music because they're very weird and they mix so many styles like a lot of synth and a lot of like gothy kind of sounds but on top of dance beats and she's like screaming on top of them so it's like they're mixing punk with like dance weird weird ass dance beats basically they did a song with the singer from the yeah Cure, with Robert too. Smith yes. not, in love. They, not in love they, um, I'm not in love that was actually a cover of an 80s song by so Platinum good. Blondes which is but yeah, oh. they did do one with Robert Smith. No, like, like it's the, like after knowing like all the all the rape stuff, I can't. Oh, oh got what? you. Yeah, she was. Um, she came out last year with um, allegations, which I believe um, that Ethan, which was her bandmate, who you know he kind of started Crystal Castles, uh, abused her underage, assa- assaulted her when she was underage. Yeah, and he actually tried to sue her for the allegations but the court thankfully ruled in her favor and like um no i actually saw her the day the court ruled in her favor where'd you see her um i saw her with our friend eddie in um oh alice glass like is her solo project her gotcha. solo project okay. in oh, it's probably like in april mm-hmm. and it was whatever day they ruled was the day it happened because she she did like four or five crystal castle songs well yeah which everyone was very like confused about yeah because that's and that's the reason why i can stay i can still personally listen to them is because it wasn't all ethan kath it was her too you know she's she's not ethan kath was not the only one producing the music and writing the lyrics she was too so it's still her music that that show is so weird there were like 10 women in the audience they were all just men it was so oh, weird. Oh, really? It was so weird. Well, like, I don't know. Crystal Castles, they're very, like, they were pretty big yeah. back in their heyday, you know? I saw them I at seen a them rave. A, yeah, they, they play. Because <laughs> oh their music is so across the board that they could play, like, A Hard Summer, which I have seen I them at before. Or their headlining yeah. tour. Or, like, a punk. Like, I don't know if they've ever played Warp Tour or some sort. No, some it was Hard Haunted Halloween or something. Oh, yeah. So, they, yeah, I saw them, yeah. I saw them at Hard Summer. But I'm pretty sure they've definitely played the, the Hard. Was it Hard Haunted Hard Haunted House. Hard haunt, <laughs> oh, remember retired retired uh, festival retarded goers. <laughs> but yeah, no, I love them, and because of their because their music can be so abrasive, especially their early earlier stuff. I think that's why the kind of dance music I listen to now can also be, as you two know, um, Jeanette and Will, my roommates, can be a little bit weirder. Not it's not very accessible to the ears. A lot of blips and blops and weird like screechy sounds but on top of dancey four by four beats you know um but i love crystal castles and i love alice glass and i love that she's a fighter and she's still putting out her own music and i like her new stuff too it's not as dancey as crystal castles i feel it's definitely more on the goth the goth side yeah Yeah. which is pretty cool i mean i like it but crystal castles will always be that band for me that kind of got me into was like my my bridge like to your segue. Yeah, to dance music because of the fact that their music, you know, she would scream punk style over weird, blippy, eight bit kind of music. So 
We'll always love them. And then last but not least, AFI. Oh, that's actually how we became friends. Yes, like in high school. You you approached me first, right? Um, I think. Or was I, it the other way around? One of us was wearing an AFI shirt. We both had um, AP Physics <laughs> class together. Yeah. We were nerdy ass kids, AP Physics, like little punk kids. And I can't remember if one of us had an AFI shirt on and the other one was like sick shirt. And yeah. we just like hung out and I would like show her my poetry. And <laughs> like, oh, you remember yeah. that? Because I really liked your friend. <laughs> oh, Andrew oh, Brown, yeah. remember? I really liked him in high school. Does he know this? No, no, fuck that. Does you know he know what? this? Um, I feel like, yeah, maybe he knew. But that was back in high school, you know? I feel like I don't give a fuck if you know now. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't want me. Back then, they didn't want me. <laughs> <laughs> But, but yeah, yeah, that's definitely how we met. I think one of us was wearing an AFI t-shirt, and we're uh, we are like, yeah, cool shirt, bruh. And uh, but yeah, no, I love AFI. I don't even remember how I kind of. Well, no, I do remember K Rock. Yeah, just hearing "Girls Not Gray." No, was it girl? Even no, before, I, that, before that, no, Days of the Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, I Days first of. Heard AFI playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater Three. I remember that. <laughs> oh, Wait, what, what song they was were it? Like, I can't. I don't remember which song, but it was like an early, an early song because it was. Nothing like Girls Not Gray. It was yeah, like from, they did the a one eighty. Hollows EP that was released in like literally nineteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Right? They used to. They were very punk when yeah, they first started. Yeah, it was a, definitely a punk song. Uh, yes. They they were like, well, I mean, Son of Sam, or is it Son of Sam? That Danzig and Davey Havoc did that side project. Oh, I had, had no idea about that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I didn't know. He has so many side projects. Yeah, <laughs> Davey Havoc crazy, is like yeah. a million side projects. Um. <laughs> But yeah, AFI. I I first heard of, I first heard them on K Rock. Is definitely Days of the Phoenix. Yeah, and then like from there, I kind of checked out their other discography. And again, like we all just said, their older stuff is very very punk. Um, Can we just say how cool it is that they released an album on six six six? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know they have to they have to December stay on brand. brand. <laughs> always, always. But I love AFI and any version of AFI, like super punk AFI or even like. The later stuff. Um, actually, I didn't. I didn't care for December Underground too much. There are a couple gems on there, but the I love that album. yeah, it's a good. I, yeah. love that I don't album know. A it's like, yeah, that's that's I haven't heard their newest one. Miss Murder was on that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a good song. It's okay. For me, that's like the it's it's poppy. And it reminds me of my sister so much. She I think my favorite so off that that album is Summer Shutter. That's, like, a good yeah. one. that's a good or thing. killing lights i think is another good one <laughs> that's what it sounds like in case you didn't know um yeah but the album that they just released like a couple year a couple years ago is actually really good Let's i haven't heard kill. that one. Oh, and feel like 17 now like it's actually it, pretty good it's called like the blood the blood album um, I think that's the imagery is like the blood album, yeah. but I don't know what it's called. I don't know what it's called either because um, i kind of fell out with Have them, you guys ever but... seen them play live? Yes. I know. I, I, not. I saw Monique's. I saw um, Davey Havoc come on stage with Tiger Army because remember they did oh, that song yeah. together. Oh yeah, I think I've seen them I've with Tiger seen Army his too. Extremist band. Oh yeah, I remember you like last That's year, right? The only time I've ever seen him on stage. Fun fact, guys, I was Davey Havoc's coffee girl, <gasps> which he introduced me as to people. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> when I first moved to LA, I was still in school. He was a regular at my coffee shop, and we got to talking a lot, and um, we became like. Oddly, like I don't know. You knew his order. I knew it. What I knew is it? O- <laughs> Something vegan, right? He actually <laughs> always ordered uh, pour overs, but he would he would pay for like the geisha ones that are like really rare that were like eight dollars. But it took six minutes to make, so we would just talk the whole time. 
And um, then I would start running into him at shows mm-hmm. around L.A. And I ran into him at Bar Sinister once. And he introduced me to his friends. As this is my – my friend was with me, and she was, like, literally – because everyone was like, you don't know Davey Havoc. And yeah. I was like, no, I do. I make his coffee. <laughs> and, like, my friend was there, and she just freaked out. And she – like he was like come dance with me and my friends and she literally was like this is the best night of my life oh i would have died yeah i would have died i found out though that night that he doesn't like horror movies oh that's one of the questions on match.com yeah and i was like (laughs) okay we're not compatible compatible. we're not compatible i was like we can't yeah he introduced me to everybody as his coffee shop or he was like this is my barista oh i was like davy thanks <laughs> i wasn't even working there anymore i was working at blumhouse when he, <laughs> i was like I, and that's how we got a, the topic i was like i'm working at blumhouse the horror production company and he's like what and i was like you know paranormal activity and he was like oh i don't like horror movies i don't watch them. see again relate like just what? like will said earlier like it's what? an either it could be vice versa yeah. too he could be goth and not not be into horror movies yeah yeah so be into horror movies and yeah, exactly. Oh, this is More about this yeah. later. I think we could also do a whole another episode on AFI too. Yeah, back to Susie with weather. But Davey, you know, like back in being in middle school, like you know when they kind of got even more popular when Girls Not Gray came out. Like it was awesome seeing a grown man with like eyeshadow and eyeliner mm-hmm. he didn't give a fuck you know and like so pretty yeah and just <laughs> i feel like that's like who alex is gonna marry <laughs> Havoc. you know like and that's punk as fuck too like i remember in high school too some people in our group jeanette like we're like oh my god you like afi like just because of that i know it's because of the way he looked and because they weren't quote unquote punk enough but yeah i never gave a fuck i've always loved afi and you know i like all of their shit and I'm actually now that we're talking about if I surprised none of us mentioned him did anyone like him oh my god that was my first concert don't judge me <laughs> the song the sacrament throwback I was 11 I've I, never got do you remember him. they were like on all the skateboards yeah because of the Bam, Bam Margera oh yeah Bam Margera oh. loved the fuck out of him and then in turn like all his followers started getting into him honorable mention him <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, definitely love AFI. And then, like, if they play in New York again, I think we should all go. Yeah, Even I, I, I got tickets to see them once. I can't remember what happened. Oh, <laughs> you're like, never mind. <laughs> oh, it was a bad night. Oh, well, uh, I uh, had um, it uh, TMI guys, but when I had tickets to see them, they were opening for Green Day back when I was 17. Oh wow, and that's my mom found out that I got my first tattoo, and she took me to the hospital <laughs> to get um to she took me to the ER to get like a blood test to make sure I wasn't infected even though my tattoo is three months old and I missed the show my oh. sister ended up taking the ticket I was so mad mom oh mom and I still mom. didn't even find like I never even got the blood results back I don't think I can't even remember like if they she has like a strain either. of the t-virus I think they were just like she's fine yeah but yeah oh, yeah my my honorable mentions are My Chemical Romance. Yes. <laughs> She's not okay. Because I'm still disco. not okay. I'm still not okay. I promise. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was very much an emo kid, even though I, like, I love punk music and metal, too. Like I like I said, I like anything if it sounds good. 2006, right? That was like, they that's, were all on TRL. That's yeah. before, even before that. They kind of came out like in 2004. I was like, a, I loved My Chemical was it Romance. When did you like Remember, it was like Fall Out Boy, My mm-hmm. Chemical Romance, Panic, Panic, the Panic at the Disco, and AFI. Like, I remember seeing all of them on TRL in the same summer once. Oh my god, that TRL. That's so crazy. <laughs> but yeah, I love My Chemical Romance. Like, you know, their aesthetic, very goth. 
I mean, same thing with uh, the singer, right? Uh, Gerard Way wore makeup, um, you know, yeah. that red stuff around his eyes and just dressed in suits all the time. And he was pretty cool. Um, Depeche Mode, and we already went over that. I love Depeche Mode as well. Like their synth, their dark synths and like dance, dancey beats over like with sad lyrics and everything. That's like perfect for me. <laughs> um, and then again, another band we already mentioned, The Misfits. Like I said, I love the Misfits too. Like it, like we said, we all kind of like the same music here, so it's kind of awesome that we could each like take take the reins on talking about them. I also love Bauhaus. That's a good mention. I, yeah, I love eighties music too, like a lot, and Bauhaus very gothy, like punky, Bella rock Lugosi. music. Yeah, you guys, I think it's so cool. A new kid on the blocks video, like you've got the right stuff. I think it's called. Mm-hmm. They're wear- one of them's wearing a Bauhaus. Shirt. Oh my that's god, that's amazing. So, <laughs> like, that's like, so probably, goth. Probably one of their um, like assistants is, is like, here, put this on, look cool for the video. You know, like <laughs> it worked. It worked. <laughs> and then um, corn. I love yeah, We were talking about I that, love, how Corn did the Queen of the Day. Yeah. It all kind of intertwines to get that whole. Yeah. I saw Corn and one of yours, Jeanette, Rob Zombie, um, I think in 20, 2010 or something at Metal Mayhem. Oh, and just seeing Corn and Rob Zombie in one night was fucking amazing. Like, Rob Zombie was, you know, he's, he's, have you seen him live? I haven't. Oh, his fucking live show is crazy. Visually, it's, yeah. I'm yeah, sure he has insane. like crazy, like animatronics and like yeah. fire going off and all that. Honorable mention Marilyn Manson. What yeah. The fuck? Oh, I, oh, yeah. I didn't listen oh, to Marilyn Manson. Lil Uzi Vert. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lil Uzi Vert. gave me a Marilyn Manson CD and I put it into my computer, like old school computer. And this, my screen froze and it came up like this thing, 666, very, very creepy. And I told my mom, and she just went <laughs> burn the CD. Crazy. <laughs> Another yeah. fun fact: When I met Marilyn Manson, he took a video of himself peeing in the bathroom and then showed it to me. Oh, he was he like, looks... "I'm gonna go pee in the bathroom and take a video," and I was like, "Great!" Like dick and all. Yeah. yeah. Did you see Marilyn Manson? Oh my god! He's, yeah, he, he showed me you. the video, and I was just like, <laughs> "Hashtag me too." You're so weird. <gasps> I know, he looks, right? He looks like so detox weird. from. Fucking oh, the queen. Race. I mean, I think maybe Detox modeled her look after him, right? I, I don't know. Marilyn Manson, you know, who came first? Who came first? Detox egg. or Marilyn? <laughs> and then my last two, uh, Darkest Hour um, and All Shall Perish, like like heavy metal kind of bands. I did love the metal, but, you know, that's I know, a, I that's feel the like kind I had of to throw out the like 80s hair bands that I didn't mention, like Molly Crew and um, who else? Who else? Is Alice, Cooper. Alice, Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. Mm hmm. He's got that uh, uh, horror song, The Man Behind the Mask. Alice Cooper. He does a he's lot a, with the horror. Yeah. I mean, just he's very He's very like, B-movie. And, like, um, his... like, Universal Studios. He used to do, like, the music. Like, mm-hmm. this year they did Slash, but I think the year before that oh, was yeah. Alice Cooper's, mm-hmm. like, Haunted Hell or School or something like that. So he does a That's lot cool. for, with the horror community. Yeah, yeah. but... I feel like I'm forgetting one major band. We'll put it on our Spotify playlist. Yeah, we'll put whatever else we're forgetting. So, uh, at any rate, basically, we we did mention that any any artists that we had forgotten to mention or shoot out on our honorary mentions will be on a Spotify playlist that we will link in our Ghoul Chat Instagram and on our other social media feeds. Yeah, check the description and, you know, listen to all of our spooky songs. And on all of those handles, you know... At Ghoul Chat, it's all one word, all lowercase. Yeah, Twitter, Instagram, and the Facebook page will be up and running shortly. But also check out our website, www.ghoulchat.com. That's up. Go check it out, guys. 
I'll just say thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, and our, follow us on our other yeah. our our social profiles. I'm at underscore Ashbot on Twitter and Instagram. At William French, it's my name. Follow me. Thanks. Like my photos. At Jean Marley. <laughs> I'm at Alex with a Z. Thanks. It's really hard to, like, mine's kind of hard to find. But, yeah, check out the Spotify playlist, and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thanks. Bye. 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 Boo.